Hello guys and welcome back to Chinwag, a Nays Plays production. I am of course Nene and today's topic is... Bum bum bum! Scary stuff, things that go bump in the night. And those little things that happen that cause your hairs to stand up on end and the shivers to tingle down your spine and the prickly sensation you get on the hairs of the back of your neck. Things that give you a freaking heart attack when you have in the midst nothing there. Or is there something there? Now what I'm talking about is the sort of concept of which has happened to me personally, um, walking up the stairs and having the sensation of something behind you, something creeping up behind you, and you just have this urge to run up those fucking stairs and fly under your duvet cover and sweat your ass off, panicking, thinking that there's something coming up towards your room and it's going to kill you and eat your brains. No, it's not going to do with that. It is all in your head, or is it? That's the question I want to ask. That is the question I want to ask. Um, and basically, um, the reason that I've come up with this topic for this week, which is ultimately this season's last episode, until Chinwag returns for its second season, which will be whenever we have the time we have many things coming up at the moment and obviously we will be busy 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 so yes this will be the last episode of the season and i thought why not leave it with a spine tingling episode so as i was saying so the walking up the stairs Okay, you're you, you. It's late at night. You've probably watched a scary film, something spooky, something that you thought, holy fuck. Um, and then you go walking upstairs and you get that sensation like something is right behind you. Something dark, something evil, something demonic, something that wants your soul. And you have this urge to run up those fucking stairs as fast as your legs will move. And you literally are panicking. You will not stop for anything. If there's a wall in your way, you will barge straight fucking through it. If there's a door in your way, you will knock it down. If there's someone in your way, you're going to knock them fucking out and flying. It's one of them situations where it is literally a blind panic moment. You fly into your bedroom. You fly under the duvet. And for some reason, when you're under the duvet... You feel safer. I don't know what it is about hiding under duvet. You grip that duvet tight and you peek above it and you keep your eyes welded on whatever it is that could be potentially following you. So yeah, um, you're under your duvet, you're in a blind panic and it is one of them where it is like you're sweating, your heart's beating, it's going ten to a dozen. And you're thinking, what was that? What was that that was behind me? And you have no idea what it was or what it possibly could have been. You don't know whether your mind was playing tricks on you. You don't know whether it's, it, it's in your head or whether it's something that is manifesting within there and because you have watched something that has opened your mind to a certain degree your senses are now in tune to that is it real this is the thing this is the questionable debate so obviously there's other things other happenings that happen in the happening world of happiness and it's <laughs> it's one of them where like you can see something as well like um i remember being at my mum's one time and um lots of weird stuff happened at my mum's house um when i when i lived there when i was younger and one of the things i remember happening was seeing 
seeing a dark shadow in the kitchen. Um, it was late at night, I'd gone down to have a bowl of Wheatos or something or get a hot drink. I can't remember exactly what it was that I was getting, but what I do remember is that dark shadow in the corner and the fact that the dogs that were there living at the time, uh, Max, uh, Sheba and Tia, um, Max and Sheba are unfortunately no longer with us, um, but Tia's still there. Um, they, they, they would not enter the kitchen. They were near the front door all snuggled up and I'm like come on come on to the kitchen and they just would not move and I'm, I spotted this thing in the corner near my mum's back door and I was like what what is that what is that I'm looking at and you know it weren't it weren't too dark so you could make out a shadow I just remember this shadow in the corner and it did not move I moved I was like moving around the kitchen and trying to figure out what this was I, I didn't approach it but it did not move which obviously debunks it being my shadow or anything like that because if I was to move it would move as well but that wasn't the case this thing just was there in the corner looking at me I couldn't make out any details like eyes nose mouth or anything like that but I could clearly distinctly make out a shadow um, and another time that I have, uh, which I have a witness on, um, was, uh, at my house, I was stood at my computer desk, um, just tinkering about, as you do, um, and then my girlfriend, Sean was sat on the sofa and caught my, something caught my eye in the corner in the, in the corner of the room where my door is and I looked and I was like what was that and then I looked towards Sean as if to say did you see that but the expression on her face already answered that question and we both said at the exact same time what the fuck was that and to this day, we don't know. We, I, I saw something white. Where was it? In, 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 in my mum, something was dark. This time, it was white. It was a white figure. Same as the dark shadow. Couldn't make out any distinct features or anything like that. But there, and I looked, and for a split second something was there and again it's one of them moments that shivers up your spine it's like what the hell one time as well many 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 years ago um and i have a witness to this but unfortunately i'm not with her at the moment which is my nana um she could testify this uh this story she could uh happily give details on it which i might cover in the next series um on you know i might i might go around family members and talk about like life experiences and things like that in the next in the next series um but she, one of the stories she, i remember her telling me she told the whole family she told me my cousin mike my sister joe all of us the same story about what happened with uncle graham in the flats of where they were living, I think it was a, a multi-story building that they were living in. I'm I'm pretty sure it she it was a flat that she was living in or a shared accommodation house. I can't quite remember. Um, but the the main story is that she she was she used to stay up late and watch horror films. She loves horror films, and she <coughs> she was waiting for my granddad Tom to come home, he was working nights, he was working on security with my dad at the time, um, and he was working nights, and uh, she was waiting for him to come home, as I say, she was waiting up late, uh, I don't know what time it was, but it was late, um, and you know, she was uh, watching horror films and things like that, and uh, she heard a noise behind her. Now, her sofa was in front of the door. This is how she described it. It was in front of the door of which you would enter to go into the living room. So, 
the, whoever was sat on the sofa had their backs to the door as you came into the living room. So Manana sat there on the sofa and she hears this noise. Don't even, she's not even bothered. She don't turn around in like a, a sort of, uh, oh, what's that sort of moment? She has this particular feeling that it, she's safe. She's not, um, uh, she's not in sort of like a blind panic sort of thing. She's like not startled. I think the word is what I'm looking for. Not startled. Um, you know where you're concentrating on something, you're watching a film or playing a game or whatever, thing like that, and you hear a noise, you're like, whoa, 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 what the fuck was that? And you jump a little bit. None of that. Um, she just assumed it was my granddad coming in from work. And one of the strangest things that happened was she she got this cold sensation. I remember telling me she felt cold. But she was so into a film that she, she weren't bothered about this cold sensation. And then she felt like this tickling, uh, as if someone's stroking a finger or, you know, caressing the back of your neck. And she thought it was my granddad Tom coming in from work, you know, like just gently stroking the side of her neck. And, hello, darling, hello, how are you? I've finished work, blah, 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 blah. That's not how my granddad spoke, but I'm just giving you an example. Um, and... So she gets this stroking sensation at the back of the neck, and that entices her to turn her head to greet what she would think would be my granddad. It wasn't the case. Now, my nana was one of, or is still one of those people who likes to, um... So she turns around, and, as I say, expecting my granddad to be there after his shift, um, and my nana lived on like a higher floor. She wasn't on the ground floor, I don't believe. Um, she saw this figure. She couldn't make out any distinct uh, details, again. Um, no, no facial details or anything like that. Just this black mass. And she could tell you this herself. And it didn't, it didn't like impose a threatening presence she said she felt comfortable she didn't panic she wasn't scared um because my nana as, as i was mentioning is one of these where she uh she's she's skeptical but she also believes like if something happens like i don't know um something moves or she hears a footstep or anything like that she she will say something like oh it'll be the pipes warming up or you know it'll be this or it'll be that or you know it'll be someone walking about like it could be the dog moving about or something things like that but she's also open to agreeing with that it, it could be a ghost it could be a spook it could be anything you know so she, she's like that she's open-minded but she will try and debunk things first um so anyway, this, this thing is there, and she looks at it, and it just, it goes down. And what I mean by that is, where she sat on the sofa, it's obviously behind the sofa, it just drops through the floor. And at this point, my nana turns the lamp on, and there's nothing there. The moment she turns the lamp on, bang, this shadow thing that was standing over her, and looking at her, and had stroked the back of her neck, went down through the floor, and she didn't think out of it, she was like, oh, okay, someone's obviously come to visit me, um, I'm going to carry on watching my horror film. Now, a few minutes go by, and uh, my Uncle Graham, who is unfortunately no longer with us, um, my Uncle Graham was one of the friendliest guys you could ever meet. Okay, he was he, he he was always there at family gatherings. Um, when when family gatherings happened uh, a few years ago, our family was quite close many years ago, and the 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 family and the cousins and the distant family uh, members would all gather at like parties and things like that, and we would all intermingle. Um, and my uncle Graham was always there, and he was always a happy, you know. Happy go Larry guy, you know, he, he always used to be a funny guy, big guy, big gentle giant, you know, always a funny dude. Um, 
but he was he, he'd also reaccount this story as well. But as I say, he's he's no longer with us. He died a good few years ago now. Um, but my nana lived a few floors above my uncle Graham, and this thing went down through the floor. And as I say, it were a few minutes. It could have been about five, maybe ten minutes. Um, and my uncle Graham, as I say, big guy, gentle giant, but he wasn't scared of anything. Okay, there was not a lot that he was afraid of. But everybody who lived in this flat had their moment where they went into a blind panic because they thought someone were being murdered. Anyway, as I was saying, my Uncle Graham gives out this death... Death... I'm trying to think of a word... Not death, deathly. I would say more spine-chilling scream. Like, you would think someone was being murdered. Okay? And everyone's like, what the hell's going on here? They all come out of the rooms, out of their, out of their flats or apartments or whatever, and they're like, what, what's happening? What's happening? You know? Anyway, so they realise it's coming from my Uncle Graham's. Anyway, so there was a lad... I remember my nana saying there was a neighbour who lived there. Um, I can't remember his name, but he, he he was a friendly guy. He got on well with everyone. He was a good friend of my nana's, good friend of my Uncle Graham's. Anyway, he, he he comes running down. My nana comes running down. Everybody who was in that flat went running down to my Uncle Graham's flat. The door was locked. They had to burst through his flat, and it was this guy who actually managed to get through. Anyway, so they all ran into my Uncle Graham's, and... They were like, Graham, Graham, where are you, where are you? And you could just hear him screaming in his bedroom. So they all go into his bedroom and he's there on his bed. White as a ghost. Like, sort of like starfish position on his bed. Sort of like embedded into his bed so it looked like he had weight on top of him. If that makes sense. Like you could see him being pressed down into the mattress. Um... Obviously, when you lay on a mattress, you, you do have sort of like an imprint in the mattress, but this was an excessive amount of force pressing, pressing him down into the mattress. So if you can imagine laying on a bed and then someone being on top of you and pushing you into the bed even further. Sort of like that. Um, he was there and they were like, Graham, Graham, Graham. Anyway, he sort of like rose up a little bit and then jumped off the mattress sweating he was in a right state um they couldn't see anything there with him but according to him he could see it and he said this dark figure was choking him and it felt like it was trying to kill him he spoke to my nana and my nana obviously mentioned that this thing was up in her flat and it went down through the floor now obviously my nana lived directly above my uncle graham now the theory goes that this thing had obviously visited my nana it come to see my nana and it had gone down to uncle graham's and for some reason decided to attack him and you know i i weren't there Okay, I don't even think I was born at this point. I, I was either born or I was too young to know what the hell was going on. I was either a, not born or I was a toddler. I'm not sure on the exact date or time that this actually occurred. But either way, this happened. Okay, there's lots of witnesses to this story. Okay, um, obviously my nana included. And... So she she's obviously talking to Uncle Graham. My Uncle Graham's in a state. He's like, trying to kill me, trying to kill me, trying to kill me. Um, and they had no idea what it was. The same week, my Uncle Graham moves out. He's like, I'm done. I'm getting out of here. He left that flat. And I think my Nana and Grandad Tom left a couple of months after as well because things started going missing. Things were going bump in the night. Footsteps. Um, strange noises on the... Uh, stairway that would lead up to people's rooms. Lots of strange goings on. Anyway, 
So downstairs, it turns out that near the front door, it was a wooden floor, which is very rare in buildings. Um, but they had uh, a wooden floor. Most of the building was built on wood. The stairway was wooden. Everything was uh, sort of like old style built. Um, so it was a wooden floor with a carpet over it. Um, anyway, so a few, I think it was like a few weeks after this happened, obviously my nana was still living in the flat, this was just before she left, um, they start getting a strange smell from the front door to the flat, and flies started appearing from the floor, and they were like, what What the hell's going on here, is sewage got stuck or something, or, you know, what, what the bloody hell's going on here? Um... Anyway, so they rang the council, the council comes out, and they're like, yeah, what's going on here? So they decide to rip up the floorboards and find out what, what's going on, where are all these flies coming from, you know, what what's the cause of this smell? And uh, th- th- there's actually a newspaper clipping of this somewhere. I remember my nana actually telling me it was actually in the news that uh, when the council did, lifted up the floorboards, they actually discovered a body underneath where the front door was. Now, I don't know how far this went into an investigation or anything like that. All I know, this is where the story ends, is that a body was found at the front door. And, as I say, according to my nana and a few other witnesses, that it was in the papers and things like that. Um, And, you know, it wasn't said that, oh, you know, there's a killer on the loose or anything like that. But, obviously, something has happened because... A body doesn't just die and then decide to crawl under, you know, floorboards and, well, I'm just going to stay here for a bit and then decide to rot and flies are going to eat me and, you know, and all the rest of the stuff. Obviously, someone has done something wrong, hidden the body, obviously not too well. Um, but obviously, that is that that is what I've been told. How How accurate that is, I don't know. As I say, apparently it was in the paper. Um, and yeah, it's, it's one of them, it's one of them, where, as you're scratching your head and you're like, okay, um, what's, what's, what's the rumour, what's true, what's, you know, what's just hearsay, um, but either way, all I'm saying is what I've been told, um, either way, a body was found under the floorboards, and, you know, the theory goes that, Whoever that was that had been killed or whatever had been put under the floorboards and um, the spirit, I guess you could say, was lingering and looking for the person that did it. And as I say, the theory goes that obviously he was floating around this flat waiting to see this person, to find the person and he wanted to you know, ideally get his own back, you know, um, and obviously he's gone, this spirit has obviously gone to see my nana, saw my nana, was like, oh, hello, you know, and then gone down, saw Uncle Graham and thought, he looks familiar, that's him who got me, that's him who, who's killed me, he's then attacked Uncle Graham, and then obviously at some point realised, now that I've got the wrong guy, and sort of like let him go. But as I say, that is just a story that has been told throughout the family and things like that. Um, but yeah, uh, interesting story that has been told to many of us, many of the family members, many of our friends and what have you. Um, and still has us scratching our heads even to this day. Um, obviously, otherwise I won't be mentioning it now. I won't be talking about it now. But that's one of those moments again that sends chills up your spine. Another interesting story I have, uh, one from my cousin Michael, who is featured on many of my YouTube videos. Um, he's done a lot of gameplay videos with me on uh, like Grand Theft Auto. Um, he also featured in the Woodsman film. He did a small cameo feature in my, in my first animated film, The Woodsman. Uh, he played one of the opening characters on there, and he also debuted his live feature performance in my debut feature film as well, um, The Fiend. He obviously starred in that, um, so go ahead and check that out. 
Um, but a story he he has told me is that um, uh, a similar thing with the stairway is that he it was a good few years ago, um, and he was at his mum's, and he sort of like got this cold sensation, this that that spine chilling sensation as he was going up the stairs. I'm going to assume it was at night time. Um, and he he got this sensation, he was going upstairs, and he just decided to fucking yeet himself up them stairs. He's like, I'm not going to look behind me, I'm freaking out, something is behind me, I'm not going to stop and turn around and see what the fuck this is, I'm going to fly up these stairs and go and hide and pray to God that the spawn of Satan doesn't kill me. Um, so, my cousin Michael... He gets his sensation. He's walking up the stairs. He gets his feeling that something is behind him. He gets a chill right down his spine. And as I say, he bolts up them stairs like he's never moved so fast in his life. He's like, I need to get up here. Something is going to get me. And I think we've all had that sensation on someone's set of stairs. I've had it on so many occasions where... In particular, my nana Lil's. My nana Lil's staircase was terrifying, but I'll get back to that. So my cousin, he flies up the stairs, and he flies not into his own room, but his mum's room, and dives under the duvet, and he's like praying to God that whatever this this presence is, this this feeling that he's got, doesn't doesn't murder him. Um, but as I say, I think I think a good few of us have all had that sensation where. Um, you know, we have this moment of fear, you know, and fear is not a bad thing. Fear, fear keeps you on your toes. Okay, um, it's not a, it's it's not a bad thing to be afraid of something. Um, fear is one of those sensations where you either go into freeze, flight, or fight mode. Okay, you are either gonna freeze and be like, "What the fuck is happening?" and not move. Like, you feel like you are unable to move. Or you leg it as fast as you fucking can. Or you stand and you're like, okay, motherfucker, let's dance. Okay? Whatever it is, that that's the sensation. That's what fear does to you. It's a primitive sensation. It is your bare nature. It is how your body works for all of us. Um, in most cases, if something terrifying is sending shivers down your spine and you're walking up the stairs, you're not going to want to stand and fight whatever it is because, you know, it could be the spawn of Satan. And I don't think anybody wants to stand there and fight a demonic presence because chances are you probably lose. Um, probably get dragged down to hell and be, you know, tortured for the rest of eternity. But, you know, that is a different topic. So, yeah, um, as I say, my cousin flew upstairs, jumped into his mum's bed, and I think he stayed there for the rest of the night, and basically prayed to God that the thing wouldn't kill him. Um, for myself, uh, the particular set of stairs that I will always remember not being able to walk up calmly, as I mentioned, was my Nana Lil's. Those stairs were terrifying, and they were dark, and... I always had this this feeling that the presence wasn't so much behind me, but in front of me. And that was difficult. That was difficult. I remember being young, and I was always scared to go to the toilet. Now, my nana Lo's toilet was always upstairs. She never had a downstairs toilet. Um, and the stairs would go up with sort of like a left, sort of, there were like three stairs downstairs in her living room. There was like three or four steps then a square section, and then like a left turn, very narrow. Um, there was like a coat rack there, and then a steep set of stairs, dark set of stairs, and you go to top, turn left again, and then a little bit of a corridor, and then a left turn into the bathroom. So I remember going up these stairs, and... Well, I was young, I wanted to go to the toilet, I remember getting to the bottom of the stairs, I remember looking up these stairs and thinking, here we go again. And, you know, that fear was like, something's up there. Okay, something's at the top of these stairs looking at me. 
and I'm getting shivers even now just thinking about it. Um, it's 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 one of them where I I I try to get up the stairs, and um, for some reason I was petrified of getting to the top of these stairs but I needed the toilet and I'm only young and you know I didn't want to like tell my nana or my mum or my dad or my granddad I need the toilet but I'm too scared to go upstairs you know and I, I didn't want to do that so I poked up the courage and I managed to go to the top of the stairs very very cautiously very very nervously I get to the top of the stairs and I fly to the bathroom. I literally leg it to the bathroom and I go to the toilet and I'm trying to wee. I'm weeing so hard. I'm like, I need to get this urine out of my body right now. So I'm weeing and I'm like forcing it out as fast as I can. And I have a wee and then I'm like, get out of the bathroom, get down the stairs. And I remember literally running down the stairs. I got like four steps down from the top, I jumped, I think I cleared most of the stairs, I landed on the square section at the bottom, nearly falling, and everyone was like, Nathan, what the hell's happening, what, are you alright, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I, I couldn't tell them that I felt something was behind me, um, it was only a couple of, I would say a couple of years later, where I had the same sensation every time, Every time I was at those uh, mananas and with the stairs, it was the same sensation. Something was there. Okay, something was there. And again, fly down the stairs, fly down the stairs, fly down the stairs. And then one day I flew down the stairs and everyone was like, Nathan, what, what, why do you keep flying down these stairs all the time? Why do you literally leg it down those stairs to the point where we think you're falling down them? And I'm like, I, I'll be honest, I don't like the stairs. And they were like, Why? It's like, because there's something up there. There's there's a ghost up there or something. And they were like, ah, oh, don't be silly, don't be silly, don't be silly. And nothing ever came of it. You know, nothing, it was never confirmed whether there was something in the house or anything like that. But I remember when my nana Lil passed away. Um, and this is odd. This was an odd occasion that I had to go up the stairs. And we were, we were getting some... We, my nana had passed away and a few days had gone by and obviously we were doing uh, the the clear out, okay, where we take things of nanas and, you know, sentimental stuff, things like that. Um, and I was completely fine, you know. And my nana passed away in 2001 uh, and... Obviously, I was still fairly young, fairly young, and I was up and down those stairs quite comfortable. Although the thought of me being younger popped into my head, and I was like, God, I remember being scared of these stairs. I remember feeling uncomfortable and feeling like there was a presence there watching me and giving me that shiver down my spine and wanting me to or, sorry, urging me to fly down those stairs. Um, you know, and it's 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 strange. It's so strange. But, yeah, um, I just had a little bit of a break there, guys. Um, but, yeah, getting back to the, uh, the topic at hand, things that go bump in the night. Um, as I was saying, it's, it's those certain things that give you chills down your spine, the stairway thing. And as I say, I think that's happened to a lot of people. A lot of people. I think I've mentioned that in a couple of my other podcasts as well, where things go bump in the night and you know things that can't be explained and things like that. But um, it's uh, it's strange. It really is. But it can be literally anything that sends a shiver down your spine. Like you could watch a film, as I mentioned earlier. You could watch a horror film that would entice those thoughts. And, you know, you could be on your way into bed and, you know, um, your brain could be going into overdrive and things can appear scary, you know. And, you know, you, you could think, obviously, when things are dark, things can be seen differently. 
and things can be taken out of uh, out of I guess you could say not so much context but um, taken taken further with your mind you know and your mind can play tricks on you and you can hear things and see things because you've you've experienced something scary now I've played a lot of scary games I've seen a lot of scary films and as I say when you do that I think sometimes it's happened to me a couple of times where I've played a game and I've gone to bed and I'm like, oh my god, what's that? You know, I see something in the corner and I'm like, what is that? And I'll lay there and I'm like, oh my god, what is that? What is that looking at me? What is this? What is that? Is that a figure? Turn the light on and there's actually nothing there. Or, you know, as I say, was there something there? And as I've turned the light on, it's gone. And, you know, it's... Do do things like that actually exist that's the question you know and it's always going to be open for debate always going to be open for debate and as i say you know you can play games you can watch films you can listen to or scary audio stories scary podcasts and it put that sort of thing in your mind where it could send a shiver down your spine and you go to bed and it's very uneasy you know um there's been many, many people say things about, you know, situations where they've seen something and, you know, like a, like a movie and they've gone to bed and they swear blind that, you know, they've had that sensation of running up the stairs or they're in bed and they can see something or they can hear footsteps on the landing and things like that. But even things like online where, you know, you, you see things like um, SCPs, um... Slender Man, uh, what's the other one? Uh, the one walking radio lanky thing. Siren Head, that's the one. Um, so, yeah, as I say, you know, it's, you, the, the world, and especially people online, will put things out there to send shivers down your spine and we look for that we look for the that scare we look for it it's like we crave it we all do it you know well i say we all do it there's some people out there they'll go no 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 absolutely not you know they'll take one look at siren head or something and go uh yeah that's not happening um <clears throat> but yeah um the, the, as i say there's things out there that do send shivers down our spine and it can be anything true as well like we can read you know an unfortunate story um we can read things in the news uh disturbing upsetting things that will and can send shivers down our spine it's like oh god you know poor person or poor people you know it's um yeah, it's one of them it's it's one of them it's one of them one of my favourite sayings, that was one of them. Um, it, 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 there are things, you know? And it gives you that sensation. And it could be anything. You could walk through a park or, you know, let's be more, more eerie. You could be walking through a cemetery and you get the sensation like someone's watching you or something's there, you know, and it's like, what? Why am Why am I feeling this? Why am I feeling scared? Why have I got? Why am I getting shivers? Why am I getting goosebumps? Um, and you know, scientifically speaking, your body reacts to sensations that can be driven either by temperature change or by the emotion of fear. So something triggers that uh, initiative thought on fear, and your body reacts to it naturally. Where uh, you know, a lot of animals do it where their fur sticks up on end because they're going in defensive mode because they're in fear mode. Fear drives them to be in defensive mode. They're, and, and the hairs stand up and they're trying to be intimidating. They're like, oh, something is scary. I must stand and fight and tear it to pieces. Oh, I want to make myself big and puff my hair out. We as humans do that. That is why we get goosebumps. Our hairs will stand up on end, um, which is a natural, natural body reaction. Um, as I say, this doesn't so much happen when we're in... A confrontation, I don't think. I've never... 
I'm not one for confrontations, but whenever I've experienced a confrontation myself, my hairs haven't gone standing up on end. Um, but they do, you know, we get goosebumps over things that would make our heart race. And, you know, like, oh God, you know, that sort of sensation where something has triggered our mind or our, our, our mind has triggered our body to react in a certain way where something is not quite right our body is sense, sensing this and as i say it could be through temperature you could go from a warm room into a cold room and you're like oh god it's cold in here and you get that shiver you get those, those little goosebumps and you know the same thing can be happening you can be in a, in a warm room not even leave that warm room and you could watch something very eerie on tv and you're like oh God, or you could be just sat there minding your own business. Nothing has happened to put that thought of fear in your mind, and you get it. You get that shiver. You get that shiver, and it's like, oh, someone. That old saying, oh, someone's just walked over my grave, and it's, it's mad. It really is mad how all that works, and I think that a lot of it stems down to not necessarily our thought because as I say we could just be there minding our business but like has something just come is there is there a spiritual presence that has just made itself known to us has it just touched us has it just gone through us uh, hence why it's cold and our body reacts to that quickness of that cold change and it's like oh something's just happened it's very mad it's very very mad but yeah um, I'm not. I'm not reading any articles today, guys, on this topic. Um, I just wanted to basically talk about it, and you know, just just have a general chin wag about it all. Um, and obviously, you know, it's it's a topic that I've wanted to discuss for some time. Doing this podcast. Um, I know this podcast hasn't been absolutely everything that I was hoping it would be, um, but either way, I've enjoyed doing this podcast episode after episode after episode that I've done. It's not been uh, consecutive, um, I'll admit that, you know, things have happened in my personal life which has prevented me, obviously happening in the world as well, like COVID, which is obviously, you know, part of the reason why I've not had guests. I was ho- I was hoping to have some guests uh, during this first season, this first series um, of Chinwag series one of Chinwag, um, I might get some in C- uh, series two in, uh, that will obviously happen at some point. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 happened, and I'm happy with it. You know, it's basically been me. The only other guest I've had was my son, our Ethan, when we were talking about the gaming world, and I think something else. I think it was cars. Um, but you know, it's uh, it's been fun. I've enjoyed it, um, and I've enjoyed talking freely on this topic, which has obviously been uh, shivers. And uh, you know, it's what are there other things out there that send shivers down my like you know. Um, images online, you know, crazy, crazy things, you know, that could, you know, send shivers down our spine, like, you know, the thoughts of mythical creatures, like, and, and horror legends, like Dracula, and, you know, the, uh, the Wolfman, and Slenderman, and Siren Head, and, you know, things that have been taken into game concepts, and mythical concepts, like, um, there's been many others. Uh, primary example, I was listening to uh, Distractable the other week, uh, oh, sorry, the other day, and one of their episodes was um, Cryptics as well, funny enough. Um, and But they, they discussed more on, uh, like, I think it was um, stories and obviously things that would um, be in the term of... Uh, beings, um, and one of them was the, uh, I might be pronouncing it wrong, but the Hartutek, Hartutek or something, or Hart, 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 I can't remember, something Tutek or Tutek or something, 
Um, but it's undistractable. You can go over, listen to their podcast. Um, highly recommend it. It features Mark uh, Fishback, a.k.a. Mark Blyer, um, Bob Wade, his other two uh, co-hosts. Um, brilliant podcast. I've I've been listening to it, and I think it is absolutely amazing. Um, Distractable was actually the reason why I decided to do a podcast myself. Um, and, you know, it, it inspired me. Mark Applier is one of my big inspirations, to be fair. Um, he's partly the reason why, you know, I started started doing gaming youtube and things like that and uh yeah you know it's it's one of them it's one of them uh, you know we we're all inspired by others and we all seek to do our own thing and you know we draw inspiration from others and you know that's that's basically been mine you know um huge fan of markiplier and uh you know i i i follow him pretty much everywhere and what have you but um that's part of why the reason why I did this podcast. You know, I I I, I listened to Distract Me. I was like, I, I, I'm wanting to do this. This is something that I could do. You know, and obviously I decided to do it. But obviously, not to that sort of extent uh, where they do uh, the hosting and they do scoring systems and things like that. I just literally wanted to do a podcast and do um, just chit chat you know um i was as i say i was hoping to have guests and be literally be able to talk about things you know when you're with someone and you get into a right deep conversation and you can just talk and talk and talk and before you know it five hours have gone by and you're like wow what a conversation like we've gone from talking about cars to space to aliens to movies to games to what color curtains i'm gonna put up and like anything do you know what i mean it's it's one of them it's one of them where um you you sit and you talk 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 and it just goes on and on and on and on and on and topic after topic after topic and that's literally what chinwag is about like just literally just talking about things that would interest people that would get people thinking that would possibly educate people like one of my other episodes 10 things you didn't know or may not know about death some people might not know any of that information and i actually researched that information some of the information i already knew um but i went online and i did my research and i thought this would be an interesting podcast so i decided to do a podcast on that um but as i say hopefully in series two um we or i will get other guests hoping to get other guests and um yeah you know chimwag is going to continue but as i say this is the last episode for this series and i hope you've enjoyed listening um i know that sometimes the episodes haven't possibly been what you were hoping for like you could have been listening in and going oh i wonder what nathan's going to talk about next week and it's like oh man oh nathan hasn't dropped a podcast this week oh shit no fuck shit fuck and it's um sometimes it's just not happened guys and for that i apologize but we've made it to 10 episodes and um i think it's 10 episodes i hope it's 10 episodes (laughs) if not again i apologize but you know um it it is what it is you know i've i've created these episodes um as i say unfortunately they weren't consecutive i was hoping that they would you know, I was hoping that every Sunday or every other Sunday I could uh, upload an episode. But, you know, things just don't always pan out. Something happens, you know. Um, and, you know, it's like Christmas for me this year. We, we were planning on this happening and that happening and this happening. And instead, we had four people going to hospital and everything that could have gone wrong went wrong, you know. And such is life, you know. Um, things don't always go to plan. And this podcast is is testament to that because I was hoping to do a podcast every other Sunday and I couldn't do that. I did podcasts as and when I possibly could. Um, but either way, if you've, if you've listened through and you've enjoyed these episodes, then thank you ever so much for listening. Um, but yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, I hope I've not frightened you a little too much. I hope I've not sent a shiver down your spine. If I have, um, I guess I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, 
But yeah, as I say, this topic is one that I've been wanting to talk about for a, a while. And um, well, you know, um, we're, we've done it. We've spoke about it. And I think that uh, I think it's been an interesting one. I also think that that thing behind you is going to... I'm just kidding. There's not <laughs> there's, there's not anything behind you. Or is there? Um, is there something behind you? Ah! I'm just kidding. Um, no, there's nothing behind you. I hope there's not anyway. Um, but yeah, as I say, uh, those feelings of fear, those feelings of dread, those senses of evil... Mm. I think we've all had our moments where something has made us think, holy fuck, what the fuck is that? I need to run. You know, I need to get under my duvet. I need to get safe. Something is here, something is scary. My body is sensing this. My body's telling me that something's not right and I need to get safe. And that's that. That is that. that. How do we? How do we interpret it? You know. How do we know how to read our body? All we know is that we either have to fucking run, or we have to fucking fight. And most of the time, it is fucking run, and it is run as fast as you fucking can. Um, but on that note, guys, I'm going to leave leave this episode here. And as I say, I hope you've enjoyed listening to Chinwag. Um, And I hope you have enjoyed the other episodes that I've done. Uh, And I I hope that you find me on all sorts of other platforms like YouTube. Head over to Nay's Place. Uh, Find me on Patreon. You can find me on there. Um, find me on Twitter, find me on Facebook, I'm literally everywhere, guys, um, you know, like, share, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff, and, uh, also, if you haven't already, check out my independent film, which I mentioned earlier, obviously starring me and my cousin Michael, and a few others, um, which was bloody good to do, our first independent amateur film, not bad for our first. And, uh, yeah. I, as I say, hope you've enjoyed it all. Um, definitely head over to my YouTube, Nays Plays. Check out whatever it is I've put out there. You know, there's tons of content, tons of gameplay videos, tons of TikToks, vlogs, all sorts of stuff. I'm sure there's something that you'll like. Um, and if you do like it, don't forget to like, share. And definitely subscribe. As always, guys, this has been an A's Plays production. This is Chinwag. I am Nathan, a.k.a. Nay, Nay, Nay. Um, Take care. And ta-ta for now.